Ensure your immune system is operating at its peak with an innovative natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and Zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low Zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility to a host of risks. Future Farm offers some of the most innovative products I've seen in quite a while. I use them, prescribe them in my practice, and I'm proud to recommend them to you. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuturephrm. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's an opportunity for you to get your questions answered. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions and or comments, and we'd love to hear from you. We've got a mailbag full, so Layla, let's proceed. Uh, We've got an email here from, I don't have a name. Uh, We'd love your opinion, Dr. Hoffman. Uh, my question is whether you think there's any validity to the proclamation by this particular or, uh, author from the Mayo Clinic who was quoted in the journal Health. In the short term, melatonin is deemed safe for most people, but the NCCIH says data on long-term safety of melatonin is incomplete. The National Center for... Cardio something... Mm, NCCIH. One of those. One of those part of the National right, Institutes right, of Health. Right, right, right. So it's generally recommended that those who supplement with melatonin standard 5 milligrams per day, says this author, and if you go above that dose, you can up your risk of side effects like nausea, dizziness, drowsiness, or worse. More potentially serious side effects, including upper uh, respiratory f- uh, tract infections, worsening of seizure... Changes in blood pressure and heart rate, decreased glucose tolerance have been noted with increasing melatonin dose. Okay. Well, recently there was an article uh, which talked about how a lot of people are taking too many sleeping pills. Yes. And what it said was that those people run the risk of health problems, including mm-hmm. an accelerated risk of dementia. Mm-hmm. And then they threw in melatonin, which is a common sleep aid, but it's different. It's not a pharmaceutical medication. It's actually something natural that the yes. body makes. Yes. But admittedly, when you take you know uh, 20 or 40 milligrams of melatonin, that's a lot more than the body produces. Yeah. So I'll, I'll admit the, to the fact that um, you know you don't want to indiscriminately take melatonin at yeah. very high doses. Mm-hmm. When we prescribe those higher doses, it's usually for cancer. Yeah. And the, the benefits in terms of cancer outweigh the risks. Uh, and and uh, you can also take it when you get COVID. It actually seems to work on the NLRP uh, inflammasome pathway, oh, which yeah. is part yeah. of the cascade that leads to um, that uh, mm-hmm. uh, cytokine storm. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, people would be well advised to take higher doses, but that's temporary. That's mm-hmm. just while they have COVID. Mm-hmm. So, you but know, for I'm, sleep- I'm open to these possibilities. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't think there are a lot of 
really good studies on that. Yeah. Um, I just, and some people poorly tolerate melatonin. They That's know, true. They don't feel good. The people who poorly tolerate it that I've seen in our practice, mm-hmm. are they complain of a melatonin hangover. Right. And so those people, but they're not getting things like... It's too uh, affected. It knocks Exactly. Yeah. They're not, you know, changes in blood pressure, heart rate. I don't know about, nothing else has really been mm-hmm. reported to my knowledge. Right. But, you know, most people for a sleep aid take anywhere between one or maybe three milligrams to six right. milligrams. Right. Which, which is, is generally like fine. like a physiologic dose. Yeah. Which is kind of what the body produces when yeah. it gets dark. The pineal gland pumps out mm-hmm. melatonin when the lights go out. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of an assist yeah. to the, the diminishing production of melatonin with age. Mm-hmm. Or the diminishing production that occurs when we spend too much time under lights. True. Because we are under artificial lights, that suppresses melatonin. It does. It does. Yeah. And a word to everyone to take melatonin at bedtime, not in the middle of the night when you've woken up at 2 and you're unable to get back to sleep. That's not the time to take melatonin. That can cause a melatonin hangover. You need... A good seven, eight hours ahead right, right. of your melatonin dose. I, you need I, six, I, eight I, hours of sleep. I, I went to sleep last night fairly early. Mm. Um, because you were watching these. Right. It's, I was gone. I did. Right. I was. <laughs> I said, good night. It's like, you didn't need melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, so I went to sleep early too. Yeah. And then um, I, uh, and I slept. And I slept really deeply. And like, I was very, very long, elaborate dreams, and I woke up, and lo and behold, it was like 2.30, oh, and I said, yeah. I, I am, I'm ready to rumble here, I had like a really good night's sleep, but I said, yeah. you know, I'm going to be tired, so I got to get back to sleep, so so I, I instead of taking melatonin, I, I took some CBD. Oh, good. And I, it takes a while for it to kick in, so yeah. I, I did a little reading, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm reading, you know, my, my favorite book these days is a really interesting book, and I've talked about it, I think, on this mm. podcast. Uh, it's um, it's about the history of New York and I'm, oh yes. So I read. You're for a enjoying while, that, and it, and then I and then I slept uh, beautifully till you know yeah. six or six thirty. Uh, but um, the book is it, I got into a section which is about the history of all the diseases that New York experienced in the 19th century, mm-hmm. and uh, they they had, the streets were were people were dying in the streets. Yeah. From yellow fever and cholera. Wow. And the things that they did were really wackadoodle things. They didn't know what, they didn't know that yellow fever was caused by mosquitoes. They didn't know that cholera was caused, was caused by fecal contamination of yeah. water. Yeah. And they had very poor water quality. Sure. And poor sanitation. Poor, poor sanitation. The streets were like filthy full of garbage. Everybody emptied their, their chamber pots. Their chamber pots. <laughs> they had animals. They had, they, yeah. they had pigs running around in Manhattan, like yeah. on Wall Street, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But this is the 1800s. Right. So um, it, it was not uncommon, you know, to have like seven or, or 11 children, and four of them would reach adulthood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was almost like, like, like tadpoles, you know? They yeah. lay a lot of eggs, and some of them survive. Right. Um, but yeah. the, it was conditioned... I mean, we talk about this terrible pandemic. Um, the... On, a, on by scale, less people died, but more higher percentage of people died. Mm. And the other thing is that it was there wasn't anything they could do. Yeah, and they did horrible things to people. They did bloodletting, and they gave oh. them mercury, and they purged them, and they did all these very weird things before they knew any better. They had no idea what to do for these yeah. things. And yeah. if you had cholera, you could be fine, and then three hours later, you could be dead. 
Mm. You know, it was like so ravaging. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, Interesting stuff. Yeah. And, and it, it, yeah. it tended to cycle back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just like many diseases, it, it occurred and then it killed a lot of people and then it disappeared. And it didn't disappear because of a vaccine or because of new medications. It just cycled through the population. It cycled through the population yeah. and then it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Coming back to waking up in the middle of the night and being unable to fall back asleep, a good remedy is L-theanine. One or two L-theanine, you would pretty much be going, falling back to sleep within an hour, mm-hmm. I would say. That could be another good remedy if CBD is taking too long to work. So that could be something as well. By the way, that the, sounds the, like a fascinating for his, book. For history lovers and especially uh, people... New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. The book is called Manhattan Phoenix, The Great Fire of 1835 and the Emergence of Modern New York by um, Daniel Levy, I think is the name of the author. Let me see. Um, yeah, Daniel Levy, mm. who is an mm-hmm. architectural historian. We'll talk a lot about the, the buildings and the architecture, but then it's it's a very comprehensive history of old New York. Yeah. And, um, Terrific. And, what, and people who lived... Uh, you know, in Greenwich Village, mm-hmm. that was uptown. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a, yeah, they, from they the would, financial district. They would go to Greenwich Village Before to get it. away from the pandemic. Uh-huh. They'd be like, oh, we, we moved up to Greenwich Village where it's more like farmland. Wow, 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 wow. From <laughs> really crazy. lower New York, yeah. which is now the financial district right, more than right. anything. But that's so interesting. Yep. Wow. Good point at which to pause because we're going to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share a vital message with you. So listen up. Here goes. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality, and that's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion. Ache Action, Joint UC, and D-Flame. Ache Action contains a formula exclusive to Protocol for Life Balance that studies show significantly reduces joint discomfort in as little as five days. Protocol's Joint UC is an undenatured type 2 collagen that has been clinically validated for its ability to help maintain healthy joints. And D-Flame has nine plant-based ingredients rooted in traditional herbalism. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine continuing free resource to you. and We appreciate their support. So now back to our questions. We have an email from Dan. I was just listening to the podcast about cell towers and microwaves. I have nerve hearing loss in my right ear and just normal hearing in my left. My current hearing aids are connected by Bluetooth to my phone, and I wondered if that's dangerous. It's a scary thing. It's a scary thing is they want to use to cross, go across the hearing aid into my right ear, and the cross is not actually the hearing aid that receives sounds from the right side of my head and transmits it. Oh, wow. This is a really strange... An, an engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very strange uh, <laughs> sentence. Anyway, it transmits via something to my left hearing aid. This scares me more because so I know... it's going through his head? It's going through his head. Okay. I know those waves are going through my head. Right. 
And I just want your honest opinion. I've been listening to you since the old days on WOR and really enjoy the words of wisdom. Okay. So recently you read something about EMFs and electromagnetic uh, Yeah, stuff. yeah, I and did. Do they allude to the... I mean, because you're putting this in your ear, which is very close to your brain. Yeah. And, um, you know, Bluetooth... I See, that's the thing. I, when I can, mm-hmm. I try to use wired. Yes. I don't spend a lot of time with a Bluetooth, uh, yeah. you know, these things. I don't like, like to do anything wireless if I don't have to. Right, because wired, there's lower... EMFs. Yes. Um, and with Bluetooth, I think there are more. Right. Because of, of a wireless I, technology. I don't know if there's any yeah. studies. I mean, hypothetically, there mm-hmm. could be a problem with that. But then again, you know, it's a risk-benefit equation. Loss of hearing is very bad. I, I think the doctor that wrote a lot about that was uh, Ziza Ram. Was oh. that her name? Who uh, wrote a lot about EMFs and the oh. dangers of them. And even took us, it was during a talk, I remember. R-O-M-M. Yeah. R-O-M-M. Mm-hmm. She took us through a tutorial on our phones. And then when you get to this, you say, you see where it says disable this? Because if you don't, it may cause, you know, it may be a danger to your health. And it took 15 different oh. loops to get there. To the disclaimer. But it was there. To the disclaimer. But it existed yeah. on the phone. Oh, wow. And that's what they Aviva don't want Ram. you to know. Aviva Ram. Aviva Ram. Yeah. Aviva Ram. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's written extensively about mm-hmm, this kind mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Dan, pick up some books or, you know, Duck, Duck, Go, Aviva Ram, and see what you find there. She's written a few books mm-hmm. on this topic of EMFs and radiation and, and yeah, so and, forth. And why you say Duck, Duck, Go is interesting because it may be that... I on, use Duck, Duck, Go exclusively. On Google, that maybe some of this may be suppressed as, quote, misinformation because yeah. they referee the content... Yes. And they, the way they referee the content is sometimes prejudicial to information that might go against their their uh, business plan, yes. which is use your phone liberally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, I like uh, DuckDuckGo for, you know, privacy reasons more than anything, mm-hmm. because all kinds of data right. are being collected. Anyway. But you, do you get different sor- search results? Do you think you get... No, a- I get excellent search results. You get excellent, but maybe yeah. less... Suppression of some viewpoints, would you say? Uh, I couldn't tell you because what I'm getting is what I'm getting. Because you're not comparing, you're not going. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really comparing. You're not conducting Uh, a a trial of exactly comparative trial. I mean, generally here in the office, because it's set up this way, I'm using Google here. Mm -hmm. But at home, I'm using DuckDuckGo. I'm not seeing any difference in quality. Wow. Of the search results, Mm -hmm. not at all Mm -hmm. in the quality of the search results. So, you know. That's something. Dan, yeah, be careful of that, the wireless technology, which we're now all... Uh, so, the, in, a, in essence, we're, I, we're giving him a non-answer, which is... Yeah, who but knows? to read more about it. Who yeah. knows is right. right. But uh, Aviva Ram, Dr. Aviva Ram is, is, is a noted expert. Yeah, on, I, on I guess this. it's a matter of minimizing exposure where possible. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we've got an email from Tom. I've heard that magnesium is very important and many people are deficient in it. What form would you recommend? As I see, there are several different forms. I wrote about this recently in the Intelligent Medicine newsletter where we discuss the various forms of magnesium. Let's go through some of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, magnesium torate, for example, is good for heart and blood vessel health in particular. So the torate form of magnesium is beneficial that way. 
Uh, jigsaw magnesium with SRT has probably the most bioavailable form of magnesium in it, which is magnesium malate, mm -hmm. beneficial for, again, uh, uh, heart, blood vessels, nerve conduction, uh, muscle cramps, glucose. And, with a claim know. to fame for energy because with, of the for energy, malate yes. in it is also in the uh, Krebs cycle. Right, and, right. And also, I think they uh, use that in some studies for fibromyalgia. Yes, good for fibromyalgia. Look for vitamin D deficiencies in fibromyalgia too, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, another form of magnesium that also contains magnesium malate is reacted magnesium, mm -hmm. which contains malate, glycinate, and citrate. Uh -huh. uh, and then the, the two that are left, uh, magnesium L-threonate, which is great because it crosses the blood-brain barrier. Also goes on the brand name Protosorb Magnesium. Protosorb Magnesium, good mm -hmm. for calming down, for mm -hmm. sedating. And finally, magnesium citrate for constipation. It's the most right. known stool softening agent form of magnesium. And what about magnesium uh, oxide? Magnesium oxide is really, really cheap, and it's used in a lot of uh, multivitamin preparations mm -hmm. I've seen. That'll really rush through your colon. Right. Maybe even more so than magnesium citrate. Poorly absorbed. Poorly absorbed. Very, mm -hmm. very poorly absorbed. So it kind of washes on through. And there are some forms of magnesium chloride, especially liquid forms, for some people don't like yeah, to take pills. Yeah. That's a way to get it in, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the merits of it, though, yeah. relative to the other forms of magnesium. And if you want to take an Epsom salt bath, that's magnesium sulfate. Yeah. That feels, could be another feels good. form. I feels mean, there's nice. some claim that it gets absorbed into the sort. tissue a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we do absorb a lot through a lot of everything through the skin. Yeah. So that could be, being the largest organ, that could be something. So, Tom, there you go, and go to drhoffman.com if you want to read the article. Uh, all of all of the Intelligent Medicine newsletter articles are posted at drhoffman.com. Okay. We have an email from Lori. I listened to the natural nurse interview Dr. Francis Palmer on a January podcast, and he spoke of AKG, which is alpha-ketoglutanic acid. Mm-hmm. And the role it can play in reducing biological alpha age. Also known as alpha-ketoglutarate. Glutarate. Right. And the role it can play in reducing biological age. It's a thing. This is so in vogue, reducing mm -hmm. biological age. He also wrote a book about it called What's Your Number? Wondered if you'd ever heard anything about it, Dr. Hoffman. Well, alpha-ketoglutarate's been around for a while. And it plays a role again in the energy cycle, the yeah. uh, Krebs cycle. Mm -hmm. and so, Great for energy. Yeah. And I believe the the uh, the particular uh, supplement is called Rejuvent. Rejuvent. Yeah. However, I have to say that uh, the literature on that has been a little less robust. Kind of scant. In, yeah. the, in the recently, unless I'm missing something, I, it was kind of a popular thing in the late 90s, early 2000s as an mm. energy enhancer. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I don't know. Um, it's not something that I use that much, but it may, you know, kind of let's keep it on the radar screen and right. see if we see studies appearing about its... B vitamins efficacy. support the Krebs cycle. Sure. Well, B vitamins, magnesium. So, that yeah. could support mm -hmm. uh, glutarate. So, that's something. That would be something. So, Lori, thank you for that question. Okay, we have a question. Oh, this is about bipolar disorder. This is from Marianne. I'm writing to you out of concern for my 27-year-old nephew who's recently experienced a manic episode which required hospitalization. 
However, he's not had any depressive periods. The doctors began treatment with lithium. Would he be considered bipolar even though he doesn't suffer from depression, but only the manic episodes? What are the long-term effects of taking lithium? Well, also, I was reading about transcranial magnetic stimulation Ooh, for mood disorders. What are your thoughts? Wow. So only manic episodes, no depressive. That doesn't necessarily mean you don't have bipolar disorder. That's true. Because there's also a bipolar disorder, a variant, which is mostly atypical depression. Yeah, there's so one, there's two, right, there's other... Bipolar one, bipolar two. So you don't have to be alternating between manic moods. Mm -hmm. You don't like the Jimi Hendrix uh, song, Manic Depression Touches oh, right. My Soul. Yeah. Uh, you know, where you go. A lot of drugs will do that lows, too, Jimmy. Highs and lows. <laughs> right. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of drugs And uh, ultimately was his demise. Yeah. But um, so, you know, lithium has deleterious effects on the thyroid for sure. Mm. It can have deleterious effects on, on uh, appetite. Increasing appetite, it can also, uh, yeah. which can have metabolic consequences. It seems to affect hair too. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. So you know, there's, okay. it's, it, it can be over time create some problems, but it's also amazingly effective at um, limiting these manic episodes. And I've, I've actually, for some patients, they really have to be on lithium because. Yeah. And we've had patients where they said, you know, I'm going to fly free. I'm going to get off my lithium. And it's like... And then they don't mm, do so Maybe well. not such a... Then they, they end yeah. up uh, just on a jag. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I remember one patient who stopped her lithium and she started to go into this religious mania of, you know, like mm -hmm. almost like mm -hmm. she felt that she was like a, a saint and, mm -hmm. you know, got into that whole uh, very uh, revved up kind of brain activity. Yes. Where, where she had been quite well controlled for many years yeah. uh, without the lithium. You know, yeah. and lithium works on the, the membranes mm -hmm. of the nerves and it keeps the, it, it reduces the excitatory activity of the nerves so that you don't get these sort of brainstorms because that's yeah. what that is. Um, coming back to a the bad brainstorm, not a good brainstorm. Right. Yeah. Bad brainstorm. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, like a, like a, a brain, uh, you know, tempest. Yes. You know, it just, I, I just, do see an article here, I just while we were talking, alpha-ketoglutarate, an endogenous metabolite, extends lifespan and compresses morbidity in aging mice. Okay. Um, lucky have, mice. Lucky mice. We're curing so many diseases in mice. Yeah. I think that's exciting. Uh -huh. It's a hypothesis forming for mm -hmm. humans. Um, we always have and, to be, be careful to, we always have to be careful to extrapolate. Yeah, 2020 article. Mm -hmm. uh, we propose that... Uh, uh, dietary uh, alpha-ketoglutarate suppresses mm -hmm. chronic inflammation, leading to health benefits by simultaneously reducing frailty and enhancing longevity. Alpha-ketoglutarate, at least in the murine model, mm. results in a compression of morbidity. In other words, they may not live longer, but they're less sick. Mm. So health span, they talk about, not lifespan, but also potentially lifespan. Yeah. Conflict of interest statement, that's always worthwhile looking at. Declaration of interests, they are co-founders of Gerostate Alpha, a ah. company aimed at developing drugs for aging, and our shareholders in Ponce de Leon Health. Ponce mm. de Leon was the discoverer mm. of the Fountain of Youth. Uh -huh. Good name for a company. Um, so uh, they're uh, inventors and have patents on alpha-ketoglutarate. So, you know, uh, other articles, uh, you know, li extends the lifespan of uh, fruit flies. 
Um, oh, fruit fly that lives for three days it or inhibit, something? It inhibits, <laughs> M, it inhibits mTOR. That may be good because mm. the mTOR pathway is an aging pathway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, most of these studies are animal studies. And so it definitely warrants um, some additional research and, you know, keep an eye on it. Yeah. And then, again, here's another study from 2021. Rejuvent. Mm. A potential life-extending compound formulation with alpha-ketoglutarate and vitamins conferred an average eight-year reduction in biologic aging wow. after an average of seven months of use in the True Age DNA methylation test. Well, that's that's actually all about exciting. methylation. Yeah, that's exciting because um, something that can do that uh, that gets my attention because this is in uh, humans, and we I just wrote an article about biological aging yes. in the newsletter, which mm-hmm. you might want to take a look at. So mm-hmm. you know, I I don't want to dismiss it. I, mm-hmm. I think that they're working. Look again, conflict of interest statement. The studies yeah. were conducted by people who have skin in the game. Yes, of promoting it. Mm-hmm. But you know that I think is that's a little more persuasive than saying that fruit flies live longer with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, or, or that if it's mice, been done in humans, absolutely. Or, or that mice are less frail. Yeah, and methylation is is a lot of uh, everything. Although there are dangers to hypermethylation. Again. We're always looking for Goldilocks. But the, 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 when, when they look at methylation, they look at good methylation. Yes. In other words, uh, less not, bad, not having less the bad and more yeah. good. Less so bad. It, they look at different sites to see if optimal methylation is occurring. Is occurring. Okay. So it's not always like, methylate. Yeah, methylate. And, you know, yeah, yeah. it would be equivalent to saying, eat, you know, 12 green apples. Don't right, worry, right. you won't get a stomach ache. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So... Interesting stuff. So we're seeing more and more of these types of supplements and these types of claims to reduce biological aging. It's all yeah. very interesting to see what will be. Because, you know, 80 is the new 60, and 60 is the new 40, mm-hmm. and all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, we, and by the way, the true age test is what they used. We, we can offer that to our patients here. Oh, okay. Uh, and um, that... It's just a, I think it's just a saliva sample. Mm. So it's easy to perform. Oh, right. The true age test. Okay. Which gives you, okay. I mean, say you're 60 and you want to. You, wanna... you talked about that in your article, right? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, what, what I said in the article is that, you know, I did the test. I just wanted to field test it. And uh, I was a little disappointed because I was 65 or so at the time and it was, all, I came out like 56. You know, That's I, nine years. That's great. Yeah, I, I was shooting for like 40. <laughs> so you know there's some inevitable as much as you try there's there's a there's there's entropy there's entropy sure yeah. sure things the wheels come off right uh right. biologically as you age and we try to slow that process mm-hmm. by any means possible mm-hmm. so um but yeah apropos of uh the rejuven product mm-hmm. there's some there's some you know, there's some mojo there. There's some yeah, could be plausibility to it. That would be exciting if yeah. there was. I yeah. think it would be great. Yeah. People want to live vital lives. They don't want to live debilitated. They don't yeah. want to live frail. Yes, exactly. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, well, that's okay. all the time we have for today's edition of Q&A with Layla. And uh, I just want to ask you, what are you writing about this week? What are you talking about this week? Give people a Oh, it's National Nutrition Month. March is National Nutrition Month. So every week I'm going to bring you something new about how to eat better. Good. And I'm starting first with looking around your kitchen at how well you are equipped for your food prep. Wow. Because the whole goal is to be able to prepare more of your own foods. 
That at sounds home. so because you get the quality of the food. You know the, what you're eating. You know where it's coming from. Yeah. You know the the uh, any of the seasonings or the amount of salt or the fats that are being used and all that. You have more control over that. But to make eating, you know, preparing your own food more pleasurable. Wow, I'm just, you know, tripping over my own tongue all day today. Anyway, I should eat something. Right. Anyhow. (laughs) Anyhow, so this is part of what I'm writing about. And every week this month, I'll have some other about how to eat well, how to eat better. Good. How to eat better. How to eat good. Strategies to... Okay. But so, you know... Which is interesting because yeah. uh, that's so darn practical. It is. And I tend to go for like yeah. the more, you know, like the studies and the latest research. Yeah. So you're a little bit like the yin to my yang, you know, on these podcasts. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. talking about like practical. This is what to down, do in your kitchen. Down to earth advice. <clears throat> this month is also, mm. what month is this, kitties? It's National Colon Cancer Prevention. Oh, yes, so it is. So I'm actually going to talk, look at the controversy about diet and colon cancer. Yeah. And when you do a deep dive on it, 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 there's studies pro and con meat. Yeah. And there's, you know. And there's studies pro and con fiber. Yeah. And there's studies which say, some studies that say. It doesn't uh, make. Get yeah. fiber from whole grains. Mm. And other studies say, don't get fiber from whole grains. It's not, it does nothing. Get it all from fruits and vegetables. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. They, that's the place it's to get It's the nature it. of research. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of suggests that you want to have a balanced dietary portfolio. But mm-hmm. that, you know, it is the current recommendation is to avoid meat at all costs for colon cancer prevention. And the data on that is just not that robust. Yeah. Well, there's a whole global movement to move towards veganism. Yeah. It's, and everybody's... It's confirmation. It's a, it's a cog in the wheel of the plane. bias. Exactly. Yeah. And that there's, I think... Yeah. Uh, right. The plant-based diet, you know, you know, the Lancet Eat, Eat Study, the E8, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, even New York's new mayors wants everybody on a vegan diet. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's just... Well, it worked for him. It's over know, the top. I, it, you know, he probably got a, real, a lot of, like, heavy foods and junk. Oh, sure. And maybe he's genetically, uh, mm-hmm. it's right for him, mm-hmm. works for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, but he's going problem- to become deficient if he's vegan, Yeah, however. but the, the problem, too, is that... When it, it gets lost in translation, because then when they offer those vegan or vegetarian meals to the kids, the kids go, yuck. Yeah. It's poor quality vegetarian food. Totally. Uh, and they just go, yuck. Totally. They throw it in the trash can, and then they spend money to go to, you know, Taco Bell or, you know, whatever. Ooh. Yeah. We call it Taco Hell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have one across the street from my high school. One really? The first. Uh-huh. The first fast food. And, like, man, people would just, you know... Dump their cafeteria oh, lunch. Oh, man. Wow. And go, and go there. Yeah, right. Better to have a taco, right? Yeah. More fun. Fun food. Southern California yeah. cuisine. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Let's remind oh. everyone to email radioprogram at AOL.com to send your questions. And by the way, lots more content because we said, you know, we write articles, we record uh, content. And um, that's all available to you free at drhoffman.com or via your favorite podcast subscription service, including yeah. Spotify. We haven't quit Spotify, have we? We're not in protest. No, no. We're, we're not. not. We're not. We're <laughs> not. Okay. Nope. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. 
I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.